Welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm your side character guest, Eli, and tonight I have had four slices of pizza, a thing of cookies and milk, and I'm about to crack open a soda. I'm 30 years old and my stomach will rebel for hours afterwards. And tonight, hopefully after making healthier life decisions, is your side character host. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Ty. I had a salad and a seltzer, and right now I'm snacking on unbuttered popcorn. What's up, bitches? One of us knows how to live. It's a race I, to the grave, and I am winning. I swear to God, you did not choose a you could not have chosen a better day to open with that if your goal was contrast. That's so fucking good. Hey everybody, thanks for coming to, to listen to, to join us today for and Side Character Quest. one of the last quest. recordings before my heart gives out. <laughs> Fun story, um, recently I was making burgers. Uh, oh, um, trigger warning for anyone who hates the sound or hates people talking about meat. I'm about to do that. Um, I was making burgers for my family, and the way I make burgers is I grow the burger, and then I caramelize some onions and cook some bacon oh, yeah. and top it with that. Now, the way I cook bacon is the way the Lord intended. I melt butter in a pan and cook the bacon in butter. My mom looked at me in horror and disgust and said, <laughs> you know that your family has a long history of cholesterol problems, right? <laughs> and I look at my mother halfway done with cooking this buttered bacon <laughs> and was like, obviously I did not know this. <laughs> Why are you telling me now? Because I can't stop. I can't stop. It's, it's too Tell Tell you after the next day <laughs> or or tell me when i'm a child before i've gotten a taste for the forbidden buttered <laughs> bacon fruit oh man what are we here for are we playing dungeons and dragons or are we uh welcome to eli's health tips um <laughs> if you die early you pay less bills <laughs> uh, uh well i <sighs> Appropriately, um, you might be able to, listeners might be able to hear an ambulance driving right by my window. On its way to pick up me in my, because of my oncoming heart attack. Yes, they, they are prepared. <sighs> so, Eli, do you need a recap? So the last time we recorded was what, a calendar year ago? No, I think it was a month. But I, th I think I remember. I think it was a month and a half. Yeah, it was a while. It was a while ago. Uh, last time on Side Character Quest. So we were joined delightfully by uh, Jordan Reed of uh, so many other podcasts fame, uh, playing beloved character Large Eagle, discount veterinarian, uh, <laughs> who kind of helped out. Well, he kind of had Roderick help him find some lost bones and then gave Roderick some bones to make a prosthetic arm out of and then implied that he may have seen the missing Velma um, getting taken by some guards. I think I think those are the main points. Is there anything else? That's a, the gist of it. We canonized some animals that probably shouldn't have been canonized. Listen, <laughs> you did not react as if you knew they existed, so who knows? Maybe Lara is just weird. 
Yeah, and then it ended with Roderick or Lar strangely. Oh yeah, um, Roderick uh, promised a lot of money to Large Eagle, and Large Eagle um, said that he would be collecting that. And then uh, he walked off into the darkness as Roderick ran back to Treya to go and try to rescue Velma from the guards escorting her. All right, I think I told you I said that I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. Do you want Do you want me to set the scene, or do you just want to You want to go into it? Yeah. Sure. Set the scene. I'm running. I'm running. Here, you can cut this part off. Set the scene as like Treya is in. Metal glows white hot as Treya hammers away at a piece of copper. She looks at it with dissatisfaction and then throws it into a pile. I kicked the fucking door in. <laughs> okay. Treya, I met a goblin. I, he has skin. Don't ask questions about that. Here's some bones. Make make a prosthesis right, so out of these what? for me. Because it I think it cost my family a lot of money. What? He saw uh, Velma. I, I'm gonna go get the horses hey, and go. You no, can stay here. What you do can you follow mean? me. We got go. No questions. Treya, make make an arm out of these bones. And then I throw I kind of toss the bones and then I turn and kick the door out the other way. I don't know which way it was a pull or a pull. But anyways, <laughs> I don't got time to figure it out. And then I, I slam the door behind me as I uh, race off to uh, probably a little unbalanced because uh, um, currently Roderick is emotionally and probably still a little physically unbalanced as he rushes to Moonbeam to gallop off at, in the direction that he was told that uh, Velma was. Uh, Treya looks super confused. Um, roll me a quick uh, perception check. Haha, <laughs> my weakness. A four, a very, a very unfunny, unhelpful four. Yeah, um, you are hyper focused on just getting through uh, the town, getting to Moonbeam, hopping on, and then galloping back through town towards the uh, tunnel that um, Laura had pointed out to you earlier. Um, and you just go straight on. Full gallop? Full gallop. Hell yeah. You continue on for. Oh, a, a while. It, 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 what was it? Was it a few minutes? Was it 10, 20? It, it's, it's some amount of time, but you are going fast. You are riding hard in this direction. You can barely see. It is so dark. But as you are, are going down this tunnel, there's a slight increase of ambient light ahead of you, which is great because you see that the tunnel has half collapsed in front of you. Oh, I pull back on those reins. I do a sick fucking skid move. <laughs> nice. You uh, are stopped in front of this um, half collapsed tunnel. Okay, you say half collapsed. Is there any way around the collapsed portion or? Roll, you could definitely fit through. You, Roderick, know that you could definitely fit through. Uh, roll me a perception check just to help you get a uh, sense of the scene. Hell yeah, four, five, I mean, sorry, that's a solid six, baby. Solid six, um, yeah, you you know that you could pretty easily fit through yourself. Uh, you Maybe you think you could get um, your Moonbeam through uh, with some work, but, uh, but yeah, you could definitely get through. I just look at Moonbeam and I say, I'm sorry, friend, but speed is of the essence. And then I shoot him in the head. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Roderick slides off the saddle and he kind of um, throws the reins over the saddle horn to try to keep it out of Moonbeam's um, way in case Moonbeam needs to leave. 
and he uh, gets through the collapsed portion of the tunnel. What are you doing as you go through? Just charging on? Yeah. Yeah, it's full speed, baby. This is the closest I've ever come to, like, this because it's been, like, a month? Months? It's been a while of wandering it's, through these tunnels. Yeah, it, it has. Um, I'm having a hard time remembering exactly how much time we've established, but I would say it's been at least at least two weeks, maybe maybe like a month and a half. Gotcha. I'm just have I just have a hard time remembering. Yeah, it's but been it's so, it's yeah. been a long time of me just wandering yeah. through these tunnels. And and also Roderick isn't sure how long it's been because he was like unconscious for who knows how long. Yeah. So if this this could be like this could be that like Velma has been captured and is now about to be executed because she's yes. been in prison for so long. So yeah. She could have taken over the community. Maybe she's the mayor. Yeah, she could be the God King. So anyways, I'm I'm sprinting. I'm sprinting. Right. I'm like tossing rocks out of my way. Yeah, cool. You uh, you were able to get past this sort of caved in section pretty quickly. And then the, um, the uh, tunnel opens up again. And on the other side of these rocks, on the other side of this cave in, the light, the ambient light, it is not blinding or daylight bright by any means, but after having been in this dark, dark tunnel and your rush to get over here, almost traveling as if, as if by sound, by ear, you find yourself able in a in a well-lit space. Relative, relatively is what I'm saying. Uh, dim light. Ah. Ugh. 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 Uh, as you exit this tunnel, the room that you're in opens up into a large cavernous space. And there I see Velma with two dead skeleton guards beside her. Mission accomplished, Roderick. Ha ha. Uh, roll me a perception check. Okay, Ty. Yeah, how, how often are we going to play this game? Uh, a, a fair number. That's a 19, baby. 19, hell yeah. You find yourself in a large underground cavern, like I've said before. Stone, stone, stone everywhere. You hear the sound of rushing water coming from below you. Uh, and you find yourself on a plus sign shaped bridge cutting across this cavern. There are tunnels on either side of that plus sign and there's clearly something down below you as well. The bridges look, although they're stone, um, they look very old, very well worn. There's moss on some of them. Uh, there's moss on a statue at the center of the, uh, the stone. And there is also a uh, what appears to be some sort of like platform, uh, wooden platform with a attached to a pulley system at that center cross of the bridges. Okay, I am going to Eli is going to uh, make a decision. Roderick's going to make it immediately, but Eli is going to press A by the um, statue to get the lore that you want to drop from the statue. Ty. Okay. Um, as you approach the statue with the 19, I'll say that you notice uh, the statue is, it's its fairly hard to make out at first as you approach because it is uh, backlit to you. But with the 19, as you approach it, you see that it is taller than a normal person. Um, it is very broad and it has a boar face. And there's no like inscription that has all the lore about this statue that you want to give me. No. Ty, uh, I, I'm looking in your eyes. I know there's... Roll me, an, roll me an investigation check. 18. Looking at it, you can see these veins of blue stone um, going through this, this statue, 
And following those veins, you see on the back of it a larger blue crystal embedded in the back that is uh, emitting a, a a very, very dim pulsing light. Ooh, ooh, see, here's the thing. Eli knows something about the, about what that could be, but Roderick wouldn't. Um, am I going to have to fight the statue, Ty? Who knows? You know. You Well, it I will also add it has not responded to your you being here. Okay, fair. Nothing um, has changed with the statue. The statue has not moved. The pulsing does not seem to be moving just in your presence. Roderick, Roderick sees that and I'm not he's going to do whatever he can to not turn his back to this statue cuz that's sketchy. Uh, can I do some sort of investigation tra- uh, or survival for tracking check to see if I can find like Recent, you said there was like moss growing everywhere. See if there was like some sort of tracks that he could potentially see where a group of people may have passed recently. I think that's really cool. Go for it. That's a three. Hey, Ty. Hey, Ty. Yep. No one has to know that I just rolled a three. Um, I'll give you something. While you're, you're looking around and you don't really get a sense of who might be here. Maybe it's just because it's it's so, the light in here is so dim, it's kind of hard to make out any tracks in the moss. But while you're over there, you hear a, uh, a rock sort of tumble back the way you came. I turn around, uh, truncheon drawn. You see a Treya standing just behind the edge of the tunnel into the, the cavern. Treya, wow, you must have uh, worked pretty hard to get that arm done in time uh she she uh here sees you doing that and as as she does she looks from side to side and then stands up and uh walks forward towards you i i did not have time to uh to make anything i tossed it into a bag um did you do something uh it's it's back with the horse but did you do something back at town no mm, i yeah. There are some very angry people that kind of might have been chasing me out as I as I came following you. I did. I think I beat someone up for a tooth. <laughs> you think you did? It's been. You're acting as if this has been something months ago. Uh, I but... believe. I believe <laughs> I may have threatened some people to get a tooth of a. St- of a whale, I want. To say, I want to say. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. This is either okay. This is probably not the time or place. But we are going to have some trouble if we try to go back that way. Um, sorry, you okay? You left here in quite a hurry. Uh, what what are we looking for here? What is going on? Well, like I said, I met a goblin that had skin. So you can imagine my surprise. And he gave me some bones, and he told me that he may have seen my friend being taken by guards. And I followed the direction he gave to here, but as you can see, we can go that way, that way, that way, or down, where there are other ways down there. Key. Uh. You see the issue. Yes. Roll me a perception check. Also, that's, that statue has a crystal glowing in it. So, That's Golem. Fucking Eli knew it. <laughs> That's a solid three, baby. Fuck yeah. 
Um, so she, uh... That means, I think that's my third two that I've rolled tonight. Right, so I guess the question is, which way do we go? Yes. Do you want to go down? Do you want to go to the right or forward? What do you want to do? Roderick stares into her eye sockets, like, that's the whole fucking issue that I'm at right now. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to just... Uh, she pulls a dice out of her pocket. Want to roll a dice? Um, you decide? I think I have an idea. Okay. It might be a bad idea. All right. Hello! Uh... Velma! I will say that you... You definitely hear... When you do that, you definitely hear a little bit of movement as if someone is moving in the darkness. Uh, you can just tell that with your passive perception. You can't tell where the sound is coming from, and I don't feel like having you roll continuously roll more perception checks unless you're going to insist on it. <laughs> nope, I won't. Okay. <laughs> uh, listener, uh, Eli, I just saw Eli roll again. <laughs> this, this is seven. Mm, that's not great. <laughs> it's better. Yeah, you definitely, definitely heard someone somewhere in this space. Treya, do you have a device of some sort that can help find something that's been lost or uncover tracks or something? Yeah, I do have... Uh... She she reaches into her pocket and um, grabs a shard of metal. Well, if I take this... Uh, and then she pulls out a um, light hammer out of her pocket and just hammers away um, a few little etches of symbols onto this sheet of metal, uh, which then starts glowing releasing a uh, bright light to uh, help you look around. Um, if you would like to uh, roll an investigation or perception check with advantage, feel free. How'd you do, bud? That's an 11. How'd you do? That's an 11, bud? An 11. That's my passive perception, bud. All right. Here's what I'll tell you. Looking around... Vartrick is canonically blind, right? Like, yes. he canonically needs glasses. I think at this point, we can all agree <laughs> that glasses must not exist. Like, there must not be an ophthalmologist in South Bend because the number of times we have been brought to a screeching standstill because Roderick can't <laughs> see something is incredible. He is clearly nearsighted. I need to find an ophthalmologist. Velma, I can't, you know how the world is just always a blur and you can't ever really see, like he spends most of his time as part of like the worship of Lumen, he must just stare into the sun. He's like, you know how most of the world is just like an indiscriminate blur and you can never really see anything? Metaphorically? No, I mean, I... <laughs> you know, it's just very normal that you can't see very well. Well, it's for, our, for the sake of argument, let's say I agree with you. I can't see anything ever. <laughs> okay. Well, I I see uh, looking around. She's she's been helping you um, investigate this space. I see, and there's the pulley system. There's that ladder over there. There's a door on the the bridge over to the left that looks like a door. Maybe a room back there. Uh, so, these other two paths, I believe, that are just going off to other settlements or, or something like that, uh, just based on how wide they are, look like they're for carriages and horse and stuff like that. So, I say we try down or to the, the left. Okay. Cover me. 
Roderick goes and kicks in the door to the left. All right. Uh, you kick in the door to the left. It's a pull door. He shatters his knee. Um, and as you do that, Treya is standing sort of behind you, um, facing out, and she is holding uh, her light hammer at the ready um, with her glove glowing in her other hand. And you look into this room and see... Uh, roll me a perception check again. Why? Why? I'm sorry. Well, I'll, I'm going to give you something regardless. <laughs> I critically failed. Hey, Ty. Hey, Ty, no fucking joke. Make Roderick <laughs> a pair of glasses. Oh, my God. I crit failed. <laughs> That's a fucking onezo. Oh my god, I was just about to say, as long as you don't critically fail. Someone comes I'm out of the corner give... and is like, pocket stand, and just throws it in my eyes. Cuts my eyeball out. I'm cr- I'm blind forever. You kick open the door. It's fairly dark in here, um, but enough light comes in that you can see. It just looks like a fucking storage room or something. I don't know. Nothing useful. Treya. Can you use your non your 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 non eyeball eyes to see anything? Because I'm clearly blind. Okay. Uh, she pushes past you, and um, stepping into this room, she she holds up that piece of copper again, and it this sheet of copper that she's hammered these little symbols onto, and it lights up and uh, brightens up the room. In here, you see. Do you, by the way, do you close the door behind you or you leave it open? Uh, that's a loaded fucking question, Ty. Yeah. Mm. Which is worse? <laughs> I think Roderick leaves it open. Looking around the room, um, now that it has been lit up, you can see boxes, uh, you can see cots, you can see all kinds of different things in this space. And it all is very old, it's very ratty, uh, it's falling apart, um, except for you catch a little bit of vibrant dye uh, peeking out from behind one of the one of the barrels. Is anyone in here? You see the piece of fabric, the dyed fabric, um, just sort of shift a little bit, uh, but you don't get a response. I am a friend to anyone except for my enemies. Yep. He means he means the best. That makes me sound dumb. <laughs> that makes. <laughs> um, I am looking for a friend of mine, and it, and anyone who may have seen her. And he, I think he's gonna start edging over, like kind of moving his body so that he's between that like f- fabric and the door out. You know, not like, not obviously blocking the exit, but putting himself in a spot where like, if someone were to bolt, yeah, he could maybe stop her, stop them. Uh, does a 17 hit your AC? Yeah, I'm wearing a t-shirt. Okay. What is my fucking AC, like five? You get beamed in the head by a stone. Fun fact, my AC is nine. Radical. By a stone? Fuck! Wait, hold on. Fuck. What the? Uh, Who did that? Show yourself. 
As you you say that, a small girl uh, wearing a violet cloak steps out from behind it and is bouncing um, another pebble in her hand. Wait, is that is this the girl that was with Velma? Yes. <gasps> that's a, that's a, that's an objective right there. She uh, is looking at you with a a, fer- a ferocious look. I don't know a, a fierce gaze and is gearing up to throw another stone. Uh, Roderick drops his truncheon and kneels down in front of her, like with his hands forward, just to show that he's not meaning any harm. And he says, it's you. I I don't know if you remember me. Uh, and he looks down at like his decaying, essentially body and his missing arm and like his scruffy looks at after like weeks of not shaving. And he's just like, you were with Velma. Roll me a charisma check. Do Roderick have charisma? Roderick do have charisma. Just straight up charisma? Uh, it, can you, can you, do you want to pitch me on some other skill? I would say persuasion because I'm trying to persuade them that I'm not an enemy, but it, that's just a straight charisma check, anyways. That is an 18. She, you see her like looking very intently at your mouth while you speak. Then she nods, and she kind of raises her hand that does not have the stone in it, and she very slowly does a few quick gestures. Oh, um, Velma, do you... Or Treya, you mean? Fuck, yeah, Treya, do you, um... And I, I think he he does what I would do in this situation, which would be doesn't want to, like, offend, doesn't know what, what to do, doesn't want to make things worse. Uh, she, she asked to confirm that we, we know Velma. Um, and then Treya uh, raises her hands, and while speaking aloud to you... Um, signs to signs to the girl. Yes, we we are friends with well, Roderick here is friends with Velma. He's looking for her. He wants to make sure she's safe. And then uh, making sure that he is facing the girl and speaking like clearly and sl- and not slowly, but like you know, enunciating. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "I was told that she was seen coming this way." Uh, have you seen her recently? Um, as soon as as soon as she notices that Treya can understand her signing, uh, that is fluent in a CSL, she begins signing very rapidly to Treya, who then relays the information to you. Uh, she says that she was traveling with Velma until Velma got captured by uh, the guards back away,s and she's been following her ever since, trying waiting for an opportunity to. Get her free. Roderick kind of straightens up a little bit and grabs his trunk and he's like, "Well, child, the opportunity has come. Point me where into her direction." Roll me a quick performance. That's a twenty-one. That's a twenty-one. When you when you do that, she relaxes. Looks like she's relaxing as like, ah, yes, someone that can like. Take some of the weight off of me for this. And adult is here. (laughs) And adult is here. And uh, then 
as she relaxes, her hand that's still around the, uh, the pebble tightens and she smiles. This may seem silly. Do you have anything on you that is spicy? Uh, <laughs> uh, she looks very confused. Hot. <laughs> and so does... So Hot, does. spicy, a meatball. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Um, she looks around the room and, uh, looks at the crates and just, then just shrugs. Uh, she sees the, uh, then starts signing. Um, she says that she doesn't have anything like that. Uh, it's fine. Do you know where Velma is now? Pause. Uh, pause for relaying information. She says that Velma is... They're getting ready to take her away through one of the canals. That's not good. She's uh, she's down below. Uh, below the bridge at one of the canals. Okay. Treya, you stay here with her. Don't let her out of your sight. Of course. This won't take long. And I think Roderick tears off like a piece of fabric from his pants and like ties it around his head to like keep his hair out of his eyes. And he's fucking like, he's got- he's Soak got, up soak up a little bit of that uh, bean blood <laughs> from you and bean with that stone. Yes, yes. He's, he's, he's got a mission. Yeah. Like he, he's finally like, it's like, it's like, in a video game where you've been stuck in a level for so long and then you just get like a little bit further and you're like, all right. And you start sitting forward and you're like fucking ready. Roderick is ready. Uh, you said that there was a elevator type system, right? Because I know you said that there's a ladder, yes. but ladders might be difficult for Roderick at the moment. Ah, uh, fair. Yeah, so you remember that outside next to that statue, next to the golem, there was a, a large platform with a pulley system attached to it of some sort. It looks like you would guess the, the platform is designed to like lift things, now that you know there's canals down there, mm -hmm. um, maybe from the canal up to uh, the bridges or vice versa. Uh, so definitely could hold human weight, assuming that it's um, you know stable and everything. Perfect. Over the years. Treya, is there any way to control the golem? As you say that, uh, you you see a flash of blue light come through the door, the open door. I hope the answer is yes. And you hear a scrape of uh, stone and you turn and look out the open door and see the boar, the head of the boar turning towards you. Treya, I hope the answer is yes. I... She looks at you and, boy, it's hard to, hard to read a skull. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but right now, it's not. You know 100% what she's thinking. I don't have any way to stop the thing. Roderick stretches and he's like, it is hard to crack your back when you can't grab another wrist. <laughs> but I guess we're gonna see if I can crack this thing's back. And uh, I, Roderick just, okay. You said the golem was slightly bigger than an average human. Well, Roderick is also slightly bigger than an average human. He is going to run full force at the golem with the intent of carrying it off the bridge. I fucking love that. 
Okay, I'm gonna give you one round to try this before rolling you into initiative. Okay. What's this gonna be? Athletics? Football? I think it's football check. Strength v strength, dog. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me look up what this thing's strength is. Here's a guess. Probably high. Okay, I rolled the second best that I could roll, so. Oh my god. Okay, for the record, uh, strength for this ancient stone golem, plus five. Okay. Oh, as I'm running and doing this, I yell, Velma, I'm coming down! <laughs> 18 plus five, 23. That's a tie. What? That's a fucking tie. <laughs> I wrote a 19 plus. Describe Fuck! this to me, Eli. It's a 22. Wait, no. I got a 22. Damn it, Eli. Now listen, if it's if you let me do athletics, I got a 25 as a tackle. I don't think I can give that to you. Uh, I really want to. Hey, Ty. Hey, Ty. Hey, Ty. Yeah. Would you consider football? an athletic thing. Here's what I'll say. This thing is old and it's whirring up. I will give you ad I will give you advantage. It's on it's on mossy like wet mossy stone. I will give you advantage in this run. So I That's need the to best get, I can do for you. So I need to get a crit 20. <laughs> yes. Please. I'll be right back. I got to get my other d20. <laughs> Okay. All right, bud. I rolled a 19. <laughs> Did you really? I rolled a 19. So I guess I fucking run into this fucking thing and it like skids back a little bit and then just. Yeah, it skids back a full six or seven inches before it manages to stop itself moments from falling over the edge of this cliff. Or off of this bridge. I still, I still think it should be an athletics check. Roll, uh, roll me initiative. Okay, that's a seventeen. Hell yeah! Uh, this golem, uh, covered with moss and just sort of trying to reposition itself and and get more stable, reaches out and swipes at you with an arm. Uh, twenty to hit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, basically as bad as it could have gone. Four. Okay. Um, and now it is your turn. Uh, Roderick just kind of grunts, come on, you son of a bitch, and now he's gonna keep trying to push. All right, uh, roll me another uh, strength v strength. 19. 15. You shove this thing back, and it's going to have to roll a uh, deck save to keep from falling off, which nice. I wouldn't have done if you had done the initial surprise, but... Nice. Just doing it because I, I know this is not quite how the rules really work, but I, I like this moment. No, I got, I got you. Uh, there's no way this, there's no way this is enough. I didn't set the value ahead of time, but it definitely would have been higher than five. <laughs> you push this thing and it skids back, and then it tumbles backwards over the side of this bridge, falling and crashing into the water below, making a huge sound. Uh, while it does so, you look down at the water, waters below and notice uh, the form of someone um, in the shadows uh, deep below, uh, running away from the crashing golem. Uh, I yell, whoever down there has my friend, it would be best if you released her now, but I'm coming down either way. And then I turn and I say, uh, Treya, 
keep her safe. And then I look to the girl and I kneel down and I say, I will be back with Velma, I promise. She uh, she nods at you. I go and I fucking like go to the platform. And I fucking kick the pulley system to drop me down. Let's fucking do this. The pulley that you're on, it starts moving slowly, but then picks up speed very fast as you drop nearly uh, two stories to the platform below, positioned above of these canals. Looking out across from you, how do I describe the space that you're in? Uh, what do you do the moment you, you hit down? So it's very important to know that Roderick has a lot of bluster right now, but he is a weakened man um, running on very little food and sleep, and he did just run his full-ass strength into a rock statue and just drop very quickly. So he probably, like, looks around and kind of, like, limps a little bit and kind of, like, tries to, like, stretch a little bit as he comes off the, um the platform and yells, Velma, if you can hear me, say something. You, um, so the space that you're in, like I, I mentioned before, is right in between the um, plus sign shaped, the plus shaped bridges above you and the plus shaped canals that are in the shadows of those bridges. Those canals uh, meet at a cross section that is right below a stone room. So there's there's sort of like, Imagine, imagine you have like a like a gazebo type of thing that has like the canals running under it, and um, that gazebo-like space is open, and you see Velma, shackled and bound in that space with three other figures with her. I look at the uh, the figures and I say, "There has been a misunderstanding between us and you. Know this." I will not be able to hear anything that you say, but also know that that is my friend that is bound. And as she is bound with rope, I am bound to return her to where she is from. Release her to me and we will leave peacefully. If you do not release her, then I cannot assure you that you will come out of this okay. I would like you to roll me an intimidation check with advantage because boy oh boy you sold this shit oh so just yeeted a statue down from that that's what i'm saying <laughs> you you not yeah oh this is a good one i got plus five to intimidation baby okay that's an 18. no way they got a 10. The two figures that are, so there's three figures with Velma. Two of them are in uh, some sort of matching uniform um, and are standing on either side of her. And they, you see they have the truncheons on their side, just like you did. And one of them uh, releases and then backs away. The other one um, is like puffing out their chest towards you, but then looks to their side as they see the other one like backing up and you see their jaw moving, and then they also back away. While they're talking, Roderick is standing there, like, as straight as he can. His whole fucking right side is probably one big bruise after what just <laughs> happened. But he is standing as straight as he can with his truncheon firmly gripped, but to his side, not in any stance. And he is sitting there intently, like, eyes, like, switching between the three. Gotcha. Just, like, clearly watching what they are doing. I would like you to roll me a either an insight or a perception to let like are you are you trying to get a better vibe of their whole deal 
or are you trying to get a better vibe of the tactical situation you find yourself in? He is not trying to do either. Okay. He is trying to display that he is, like, it is more of a, like, part of what he is, like, what he is doing. He knows that he's not going to be under able to understand them. He is just trying to put on an air of confidence. Gotcha. And readiness. Yeah. So I'll still roll it, see what you can give me. But yeah. it's a plus one on either one, so. Cool. Yeah, that's a four. <laughs> These fucking rolls, man. You, you notice uh, both of them sort of turn their heads off to uh, the left of where you're standing now. Um, so they are sort of letting, you know, have, have let go of Velma, who is still shackled and bound, but she uh, stands up. Um, you see her, you know, same, same Velma as always, uh, a, a, a little bit dirtier and uh, looks a little bit um, gaunter than you last saw her, but, you know, more or less okay. Uh, still there, still wearing her vest, still doing all right. And she steps forward uh, towards you. And I, I take two very carefully measured steps, like almost like rolling off that intimidation. Like I'm stepping forward. Time is up for you to choose. So I, I say, it is time for you to make a decision. Leave now or I will make you. You... Before they have a chance to respond, uh, you hear the sound of water crashing um, off to your right, their left, uh, the direction that they had looked before. And I'm going to... Are you about to fucking tell me that golems are actually very good swimmers, Ty? Uh, no, sir. Um, I'm about to tell you the water is not super deep, but also it's not coming from where that... <laughs> it's also not coming from where that, uh, the, that golem fell. It's coming from a different spot. Do you remember the, the how the North Bridge was kind of collapsed a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Um, there was a uh, uh, there's a, there's a piece of that bridge flying right the fuck at you right now, and uh, the second golem that threw it, they got a, a nat twenty. That'll be fourteen damage. I think I think I think he hears the noise and just goes up. Oh, <laughs> 14 damage. Good. I am now at half health. I am bloodied, as the old D&D handbooks would tell you. All right. You just um, see a drop of blood. <laughs> uh, as this happens, and as you're, you're just sort of stabilizing yourself on this um, sort of rocking elevator platform type of thing, you see the third skeleton that is in this gazebo space who is wearing robes that don't seem to be matching everybody else. Uh, you see them just sort of like dance from foot to foot, uh, almost like they're giggling. Velma, the girl is up there with a friend. Uh, uh, Run now. Uh, okay. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge at the fucking mage. You, you see her uh, just sort of like back up um, between those two, the two guards, and just sort of flip herself over the, uh, the edge of the gazebo and down into the canal below um, to get away from where the fight is happening. Roger's just like, she's fucking shackled. That's, that's, that's fucking silly. <laughs> that's when she's gonna die. I came so far. <laughs> and she drowns and she's dead. You run at the, um, at the figure that is wearing uh, the robes. Uh, what do you do? I fucking knock him across the face with my truncheon. All right, roll me a, um, a attack. Oh, that's a crit 20, baby. 
That's a crit fucking 20. Okay, uh, as you do that, uh, uh, th this is not going to undo what you're doing. It's going to make it a little cooler. As you are approaching them, and they've they've stopped their giggling, they back uh, up, and they, and I hit all three of them, three Stooges style, and their skulls <laughs> get vaporized. No, sir. Uh, the rictus grin of this robed figure um, tur is locked straight on you as they pull a little blue card out of their pocket, ah. um, which starts to uh, glow and then disappear. But as as that. Uh, <laughs> As that starts to happen, your truncheon smacks the fuck out of their arm, and uh, the card shoots off in another direction and uh, falls to the ground unactivated. And then I lean close, and I say, you've act activated my trap card, bitch. <laughs> uh, roll me the damage on that person. That's a six total. I rolled a one and a two on my damage. Whew. As as that happens, you hear Treya from above. Um, wait, no, how do I want to do I need to follow the initiative. That's what I've got to do. That's yeah. how it. That's how it do. That's how it do. Um, uh, which is very hey unfortunate for someone here. Probably me. And anyways, that's how Roderick dies a second time. You hear the sound of more footsteps as a third person in uniform um, hops into the gazebo. Well, those first two characters characters. <laughs> Well, the first two guards were carrying truncheons. This one uh, person appears to be carrying a sword, and they are going to approach you and try to swing at you. That would be a 16 to hit. Yeah. Would you believe that not having armor or a shield is very unfortunate for a paladin? Uh, that'll be three damage. Real bad. Uh, real quick, can Roderick see where Velma is in the water? So the gazebo has, like, sort of a... I say gazebo. It's not really a gazebo. I just mean that, you know. Yeah, I, like, I get you. Yeah. Um, but so the fencing around it is solid rock. So you'd have to, like, lean over the side to look down. Gotcha. Um, he, he just yells, Velma, get to the platform. I, I'm, I'm on it. I'm going. You just focus on them. Yeah. yeah. Roger's about to focus on getting to the platform himself. Okay. But you just let me know when everyone's done killing. Yeah, sure. We'll see if Roderick's still alive. The the uh, the two guards that were just previously holding uh, Velma, they look at you and look at their look at their boss um, who just uh, struck at you, and they're gonna roll a quick wisdom check to see if they are over your intimidation. What did you roll originally? It was either an eighteen or a nineteen. Okay, yeah, they. I think it was an eighteen. They, uh, they're still um, frightened, so they are backing up, and they are staying off to the side, uh, going to give you a moment uh, moment more. Um, and you hear from above, Roderick, what's going on? Nothing good. We're working on it. Uh, all right. You hear Velma uh, moving around in the water, um, getting over towards, the, over towards that platform, and you see the, um, the robed figure clutching their truncheoned hand, moving off towards the uh, corner, getting as far away from you as possible, looking uh, uh, petulant, I think is the right word. And and I know that I could get an attack of opportunity as he moves away from him, but I don't. I let him move away from me. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not trying to fight here. I'm trying to get the fuck out. All right. Um, I guess it's your turn now. Okay, uh, is there anyone, I guess, okay, so I'm gonna take the disengage action 
Oh, fun. Yeah, and I'm going to run back to the platform of the elevator. As I'm running, can I lean down and grab that card that that dude dropped? Yes. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to get to the platform. Is Velma on the platform? Velma is on the platform. I fucking kick the pulley or whatever I need to do to go up. As you do, the plat these pulleys start spinning rapidly, and the platform shoots up. I look and I say, Velma, Velma, I'm in a lot of pain. We're gonna, we're gonna get up here and we're gonna run and you're gonna have to keep those arms behind your back. But things might get worse before they get better. Would you believe that I have made fewer friends? I can believe that. Okay. I have made one friend though. And we found, we found the girl. I don't know that this is the time for that, she says, as uh, the bridge that you are now stepping onto, um, you hear it starting to crack. The fuck? And you hear a huge thud as the stone golem starts pummeling the supports for the bridge. Where's Treya? Is she, we're all, we're all up on the bridge? She right? has met you at the, uh, the middle plus sign and you see her signing to the girl who then starts to move in your direction. I um, I look at Treya and I say, Treya, Treya, tell her I'm so tell tell her I'm sorry for what's about to happen. Uh, she starts to sign. Okay, I throw the truncheon. Uh, I slide it into my waist belt and then I just one arm scoop this girl and start fucking running. <laughs> uh, what direction do you go? Back to the horse. Back to Moonbeam. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, you start running back. Um. I fucking love that. Um, as you guys are running, the bridges behind you starts to just crumble and crack, and you hear it's the boulders, um, bricks falling down and crashing into the canal below. I'm, I'm um, yelling. I, I start yelling, Velma, if you need to, hop on my back or something. I don't know if your little legs can keep up, but we gotta I, get the hell out of here. Don't shut up, you little idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up just fine. Okay. Also, I guess it would be hard for you to do that because your arms are behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Roderick, just keep going. I am in so much pain. It's only a matter of time before they, if, if they really want to follow us with two golems and I am sure they can, they can get up here. We should probably keep uh, moving. Treya walks over to Velma. Uh, let, let me see your, your hands. Let me see your shackles. And you see her glove glow bright, and then she touches the chain links between the shackles and holds them until until the links uh, split, start glowing and split. Yeah. Yeah. I, Sir Roderick, are you doing all right? I took, I took a rock. I, a rock took, I... I hit a rock real hard, and then a rock hit me real hard. Um, you see the the girl signing. Uh, I, I gently put the little girl back back down. At, I I probably probably put her down already. Yeah. But you you see her signing as you say that, uh, and Treya says, "No, it was, it was a no. I'm pretty sure it was another rock. There were a couple of rocks. A couple of rocks. All right, we should be good. Treya, how how many people?" How many people were um, following you? 
Uh, hell, I, I don't know exactly the population of settlement fourteen. That's dis. That's disheartening. It's a little. It's a little bit of. That's a little bit of a joke. It wasn't the whole the whole town. It was like a posse. What am I? What is my voice? It was a posse, kind of size. I didn't think bullying like five kids was going to do that, but. That, am I wrong in thinking that that's the only way we can go right now? Uh, I think I think it is. We're probably going to have to pass through there. Velma, Roderick, this, what's our what's our plan? And who who's? It's this is Velma. Velma, I mean, fuck. I took a <laughs> took a rock to the head. <laughs> Velma, this is Treya. Treya, this is Velma. I think the best thing to do right now Duh. is split up, Hello. two on each horse. Treya, I know you've ridden a horse. Are you a confident horse rider? Yes, I can, I can ride fairly well. We're gonna go fast. Velma, do you still I, have- I think I, sh I think I should be the one riding if we wanna go fast. She's uh, eyeing Treya who did not sound confident. Okay, fair. Uh, Velma, you take... I am sorry. Child, what is your name? Uh, nope, even Eli, Eli knows thank you, and that's all. So I was thinking like, <laughs> what would Roderick know in sign language? And the answer is very little. That's fair. She uh, signs at you. Roderick like, should I do like a history check to see how much of it he's able to get on his first pass? I just actually signed at Eli. <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. Would that be history check? I, I would. I'll, I'll, you can pitch me on something else. Um, you could do just a straight intelligence check, but I feel like that would probably be worse for you. It's the same. It's okay. the same. Plus zero, baby. Roderick didn't retain that at all. That's that's fair. And he looks and he's like, I am very sorry for my own ignorance and my own inability to keep up. Unfortunately, now is not a safe time for me to learn a new language. She goes by, she goes by Fran. Fran. Fran, you seem to be a very brave person. Know this, I have been sent by the authorities of South Bend and presumably your mother to find you and bring you back. When you say that, her when you say her mother, her eyes get wide. And I will be bringing you back safely. So I need you to trust me. I want you to ride with Velma. Treya, you ride with me. Velma, we are going to ride as fast as we can this way. Treya, you are going to yell directions. And we are going to go based entirely on your directions. Are we all good? Yeah, I got you. Yes, I, I understand. Velma? You take Moonbeam. Got it. I will ride upon Starshine, and um, yeah. Okay, let's do this. Uh, you see Velma uh, signing, signing to Fran. A little bit, a little bit more clumsily than uh, Treya does. I am the only one who does not know sign language, and I'm very self-conscious. <laughs> I think that's a good, a good place for us to stop. Okay. How you feeling, Eli? I'm feeling very nervous, Ty. I'm now <laughs> at half health, and uh, 
I'm about to ride through a posse that's out to get me because I'm a big bully. And also, <laughs> there is a shadow figure that I just didn't worry about. So hopefully that's not going to be. When, when? When was this? You mentioned that there was someone in the shadows like moving around. I don't know if he was the person with the sword. Oh, oh, that was the that was the lead. That was the lead. The head guard. OK, cool. OK. Um, but yeah. I feel like there's a lot between where we are now and safety. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, with that depressing thought, as we approach what I'm assuming might end up being the final episode of this arc, I was about to say let's pitter patter on out of here, but do you have it? Wait, I got this. I got this. Okay. Let's giddy up, partner. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Well, Daniel, it looks like Frankenstein's Jukebox is going to be joining the Scavengers Network. I heard. It's very exciting. But it does mean we need to write an ad. Oh, you're right. Okay. Okay, I have an idea. You know how on Frankenstein's Jukebox we take two songs from a given year and pull out the things we like about them and use those aspects to make a new song? Of course. We call that new song a song promise. Well, what if we used a similar strategy with our ad? Hey, I think that's a great idea. What are some aspects of your favorite podcast ads? Hmm. Well, I like ads where the two hosts are talking to each other, pretending like they're not doing the ad. That's a good one. I like when the information about the show is presented in a way that demonstrates the concept of the show. Oh, for sure. Frankenstein's Jukebox, the second Wednesday of every month, with song promises being released when we finish them. On the Scavengers Network. Uh, There'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. Oh yeah, we gotta do the sync. I've been recording for 10 minutes. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. (laughs) Back when I said, I'm going to start recording. (laughs) Uh, Treya looks super confused. Um, I'm going to make a couple of quick uh, noises to potentially edit in of her being confused. Roderick, Roderick, what are you doing? All right, stop. What? 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 Hey. No, what do you mean? I might edit those in earlier. That is a pool door. <laughs> that is a pool door. That's a That Italian. is a pool door. It's me, Treya. This is a pool. This is a pool door. Ah, this is a pool door. I don't have time to pull. And I pull. Okay. Have you ever seen True Grit? The uh, remake? No, I have, I have not. Describe it to me. Take as much time as you need so we can wait for this ambulance to pass. Yeah, so it's a pretty good movie. I never saw the original one with John Wayne. I saw the remake with, um, mm. oh my God, what's his fucking name? 
He played the Big Lebowski. I mean, he played the dude in the Big oh, Lebowski. Oh, uh, uh, Je- Jeff something? Jeff Bridges, John- yes. Jeff Bridges, thank well, you. Well, it's a great I was movie. thinking Jeff Pretty Richardson. Good. I love a good Western. And uh, there is a scene where basically a character has been bitten by a snake and time is of the essence to get them to a doctor and they are going, they're going, they're going as fast as they can. And the horse co- like breaks its like leg. And oh, without no. thinking, Rooster Cogburn, Jeff Bridges, uh, grabs the person that is on the horse with him, slides off the horse and shoots it in the back of the head so that the horse doesn't just like Jesus suffer, suffer and on die. the plane and then die. But it is like the most fucking traumatic moment. Because he just like it is like no thought in his mind. He's like, I got to get this person to a doctor. This horse is dead. Bam. Go, go, go. But anyways, I don't actually I don't pull out a gun and shoot Moonbeam in the head. If you did pull out a gun, that would be quite a twist. (laughs) I pull out (laughs) my Glock 9 that Roderick has always had with them. Um Yeah, she could be the God King. She could be the God King. Who knows? I mean, hopefully you do. I what? <laughs> Ty, wait, who's the God I, King? Wait, was I supposed to? Was I supposed to have that figured out? I just wrote. Oh, no. I just. I just wrote God King. God King. <laughs> um, just for the record, I have rolled initiative for this stone golem and the girl and and Treya all ahead of time, just so I wouldn't have to during the thing. Cool. Hell yeah, grip it and rip it. Thank you. Or whatever I need to do to go up. As you do, the plat these pulley starts spinning rapidly and the platform shoots up. Originally, I was not planning on having it work that way, but I like what you're doing and I don't want to impede it. So much pain! <laughs> so we're actually at a point where we could stop and uh, stop this encounter here because I feel like you have just, damn it, I have once again, uh, I have once again created a situation where poor poor decaying architecture defeats the big boss. (laughs) That was not my intent. Yeah, Roderick wasn't about to fight a second golem. That yeah, wasn't, that was not going to happen. And then you can put in some horse noises there. That sounds good to me. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that time? Do you remember that time that I, I uh, you said something like you? Well, there was some sound effect that you asked me to put in, and I put like a, a like a boing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yes. It's like, was oh, it's like uh, put in some spooky sounds and some lightning. Yes. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> yes. what it was. It was during the Halloween special. Oh, and that's my so favorite good. part was when you said, I'm not going to put in a fart noise here. I'm glad that you appreciated that. <laughs> that was Coward. my favorite part as well. Howard. 